The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Episode number 356 on this second day of October 2023. Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today to save 20 bucks on your first purchase there at SeatGeek app. Uh, get whatever you want. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great articles and great podcasts, such as the Captain Lou Extravagant. I just had a nice, nice shot with old Lou on the uh, on the baseball. We talked a bit about the uh, the wild cards uh, coming up in the Major League Baseball season coming to an end and everything else. And thank you for all those who are listening or watching on YouTube later on. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button right now. We actually surpassed the 200 subscriber button. I can't believe how hard it is to get some people to subscribe. Like lots of people watch, but they don't subscribe. There's a thing. I'll we'll we'll let it out why you got to subscribe. It just makes things a little bit easier for us. But anyways, and uh, subscribing, Dave, subscribing's quicker and easier than watching it's, yeah then you don't listen to us you hit a button and if you never watch it's again it doesn't matter well, no, we, we, well, we'd, we'd rather you watch tell, yeah tell your friends but just click the button take click the minutes. button it's a lot easier on us dave i was uh i was in the mall on on sunday there and somebody walked up to me and he knew me and he my mom and asked about my brother and on and on and there was a conversation i just did a lot of a lot of head nodding yeah yeah no good I didn't have, like, and it wasn't that he recognized me, you know, man of the people that I am and everything else. This guy knew who I was, the ins and ups and upside downs of uh, Brent Radlinski and everything else. And I, for the life of me, to this moment, still have no idea who this person is. Have you, has, that ever, when's, has that happened to you in the re, in recent memory? All the time. It happens to me, I won't say on the daily, but like two, three times a month. I don't have a fucking clue. My memory's so shot. Um, how do I know you from? Where have we met? Like, but this I, guy I was so like time. this guy was so he knew he knew who I was and like he knew the address of where my mom still lives out there in Fort McLeod and blah blah blah. And I looked at this guy and I you know I I played oh I'm good how are you yeah good kids yeah yo yeah blah, blah. said all the right went things like I don't have a fucking clue who this guy is. You're vintage, older, younger, about my age. Okay. Must be a former Cludian. I, I I would think so. Maybe I'll go through the old yearbooks or something and see if I can't pick him out of the lineup or something. I don't know, but it was like, hey, dude. Like, hey, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fuck. I, no, it, was, if, it was odd. If I bump into somebody that I know, uh, but it's at a place where I'm not expecting to bump into anybody, my brain can't fucking place it sometimes. Like, it's if it's a casual thing, it's like, ah, fuck. I forget. I forget your name. It's it's Joel. We've, we've known each other. Oh yeah, fuck. Sorry, dude. I didn't plan on meeting you here. 
And that's so, why like it's like the mall is a little bit easier like i always had to go to sport checks so always in sport check and then out but whatever but like like christmas time you're walking through the mall you can duck and dodge into any store and like oh, whatever i'm just shopping for somebody else and jump into claire's or whatever right it's like whatever i don't fucking know just to, was he, just, was, just to avoid people sometimes like oh fuck i don't know this or you do know the guy like oh, i don't want to talk to this guy sport check blowing out their uh yankee uh 2023 no they just burned it out back that's all they had to do with that shit this, <laughs> oh, fuck. They, they announced uh today that steinbrenner oh, no, steinbrenner the, the yankee upgraded, back. that cashman and boone are coming back and i i kind of figured that but what a wreck just a wreck of a season well like why wouldn't they because you know those checks don't bounce right no, uh, one would hope not. Dave, uh, the NFL season still going on right now. You got the Seattle Seahawks up 14 to three on the New York Giants. Uh, there was some interesting football games going on yesterday, but the one that uh, obviously caught my eye was like, cause I was doing some stuff around the house a little bit there and I uh, wasn't the game. I wasn't, I wasn't on uh, regular cable here in uh, Southern Alberta, but the one that caught my eye was flipping through the scores. And I saw that your Denver Broncos at one point were down 28 to seven. So I took the Twitter machine and I tagged friends of the show, Aaron from brutally honest and Jim, the fan of the van Plotner. And we were kind of having a, a chuckle at your expense when the uh, Denver Broncos, your Denver Broncos were down 28 to seven in the third quarter. And I didn't say anything rude. Like I didn't, like you, you were could, curious. You were checking I was up curious. on me. I, 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 I wonder how 1420 Dave is doing or think or what he's thinking right now. I can't remember how I worded it. And uh, the comments were back and forth. And I got to admire your resiliency that you didn't comment till well after the game was over that the Broncos ended up coming back and winning on a, on a, like a minute and a half left with a field goal. Bad coaching decision on the Chicago Bears part to not move the ball and everything else. A lot. We won't get into that. The X and O's and tic-tac-toes and everything else here. But um, I got to admire your resiliency to not comment accordingly or say anything stupid because they could have went sideways on your end too because the Rockers ended up coming back and winning. Yeah, and you know, I do make a habit of of uh not picking up the Twitter machine or answering texts and stuff like that. Um that's so that's why. Like I I, I didn't even see your your guys' um uh collaborative witty banter. Witty banter. <laughs> and then uh and then also a little bit of crow eating at the end saying, Holy fuck, they actually came back from this kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I so, said, Well, maybe we, maybe I spoke too soon or something along those lines, yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was good, but you know, like if, if we're gonna call that a good win, that's a bit of a stretch. Chicago, I think, uh you you also you know, and that's a good thing too. You know, you, you saw how Chicago can just shoot itself in the dick. And and how Justin Fields, even though he, when you look at the stat line, it looked like a, a pretty good game, but a fumble and a pick um, in the last two minutes of the game doesn't help anybody win. No, that uh, sealed the deal for the Chicago Bears, and they might they haven't won a game since Elon Musk bought Twitter for Christ's sakes. It's uh, it, it's not good. I was actually in the hat this week, and I was talking to my brother in law, who's a a huge uh, Bears fan. He's got stuff all over his house. It's kind of impressive, actually, uh, Chicago Bears stuff, and. Uh, he gets a little revved up, like he, like way more than I get revved up about the Yankees. Like I, what, I admit, like whatever. He wasn't he gets, in town for the game? Or no, 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 we we were in the hat. Oh, you guys were in the hat. Oh, we were okay. in the hat, yeah. And uh, so we were, I, we were there on on Friday and Saturday. We came back on Saturday night, but uh, yeah, it was. 
he was pretty revved up and didn't want to really talk about it. But then he wanted, like, one of those things, I don't want to talk about it, but then come back and talk about it back and forth. And, uh, thought there was hope last year when they started the season off four and whatever the fuck it was, or three and, I don't know, whatever. But, and they're just, they're awful. They're awful. They're fucking terrible. The Denver's terrible, too. Don't get me wrong. But we're, we're better than Chicago. And and it's not just fields. The, the, the coaching decisions at the end, um, with whatever it was, three and a half minutes left, you go for it in, in field goal range in a tie game? How stupid is that? Take your three points. Take points. Take your fucking points. Always I, take I, points. I, I, it, that doesn't make sense to me. That does not make sense to me. You know, the, the more points you have, uh, the better off you are. Because that's uh, <laughs> it's just math, man. There's a there's a there's this phrase for that. I think it's called keeping score. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's quite a it's quite a novel novel idea, really. Like it's most sports. Hey, do we it. got more points. We're closer <laughs> to winning than we were losing. You know, yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I don't playing ahead way better than playing like it's anything playing ahead or, or playing tied, like playing ahead is a way, way better way to do them than playing tied. Yeah. Like, or, or, but, but that's what Justin Fields decided, right? Like, you know, like, uh, we just blew a, you know, there Denver, we had a, a three touchdown lead. Now we have a one touchdown lead. Why don't I take another stupid sack and fumble at this time too? Like, fuck, like he's, he's, he had a decent game, but just don't call him a winner because that guy can't win it. Like it, the, the, the bigger the stakes, the shittier he plays. The uh, Swifty Bowl two was last night. Actually, we, yes, we sat down and watched that game because all of a sudden the, the ends of Kent State Chiefs fan for some reason, all of a sudden, I don't know what it could be, but no, she's not. I'm just kidding around. But um, the Jets should have won that football game last night. Wilson didn't play bad. Like he didn't play great, but he wasn't bad. Right. He threw some good balls. He had a, he had a game. Like if he plays like that every game, then they're going to start winning. Uh, Kansas city is just, you know, too good too experienced. And and at the end of the day, like it's Pat Mahomes leading those, those, those must have um, uh, drives. Like he's just so good and so clutch. Um, But yeah, the, the motherfucker had a decent one year yesterday. No, he's uh he's he's a decent like he he played well. Like there was a few passes he probably want back, and it was just the way it is. I mean, it's just what are you gonna do? He's still young and I mean he's not very good, but it's just like he was he was he was serviceable yesterday. That's the big thing. He, he has a gun. Like, boy, he throws a hard ball. Well, maybe it's the receiver's fault. Oh, I, I didn't say accurate. <laughs> oh, no, he just throws it hard. <laughs> yes, throws it hard, yeah. Kind of like when I pitched in Little League, threw it hard, I didn't know where it was going. <laughs> just threw it hard. It's yeah, just, yeah, ah, where's it going? I don't care about fuck. Can you do that with strikes? And like, oh, not that fast. The uh the team that really got me kind of laughing yesterday, and it's it, it's too bad. And I and we talked about glory days and guys holding on for too long. Uh, the one that got me yesterday was uh Bill Belichick and the New New England Patriots getting absolutely demolished oh. 38 to 3 by the eventual Super Bowl champion Dallas Cowboys. Boys, I didn't say this year. Eventual uh, Super Bowl champions. The, I I don't understand. Belichick got more money he'll ever spend. He's got a position as president, whatever. If he wants it, why a, a guy that age and been around that long? Yeah, you want to be a part of it. And it's in your it's in your blood. But man, oh man, the the longer you stick around, this is any sport, not just football, but it's any sport. The longer you stick around. And the the longer you start taking these beatings, the shorter people's memories get. 
about the glory days because people don't care about five years ago and 10 years ago. They don't, they want results now. Like it's nice to have the stuff on the walls and this and that, but eventually, man, oh man, that's gotta be tough on old Billy bells to be going out there like that and getting your fucking teeth kicked in. There's a losing game. There's not even being competitive. Right. And what it, what drives him, like it's, it's all he knows. And, and, it seems like, you know, every year he goes without Brady is one more year. People are forgetting that uh, maybe it was Brady. Maybe it wasn't you. That's right? just and, it. and, and so it, it's, I, it's, he's tarnishing his legacy. And, you know, it's not like the good old days when the bills, the fins and the jets sucked every single year. Now you guys suck. You're the bottom feeder in yeah. that AFC North. You're and And, and it's I don't not like you can go coach anywhere yeah. else. Right. It's no. like, this is it. Yeah. Like crafty will take care of him. Don't worry about that. He'll have his Katie's he'll be, he'll be okay. Like he'd be like Don Shula who comes out every few years and fucking tip, tip to champagne when a team loses and the, the one goes 16 or 17 and oh, like, like, like Shula was around forever. Right. And Belichick, I think he should start leaning towards that because man, like there's kids who know Brady now, right. Brady, the Belichick era now, four or five years from now, they'd be like, fuck me. Like this team's bad. Like people have such short memories. Yeah. Like you get to, to my age and your age, we have glory days. We remember things, but man, people are hard, hard on their sports teams when they go three, four, five years of losing seasons. Oh, you bet. What have you done for me lately? And I can speak to that so much. Like uh, we talked about it a, a little bit at length about the Broncos franchise, how it was a once proud franchise. It, it, it's not proud anymore. And it fucking stinks. I'm used to a modicum of success and, and it's been seven years now and, and it's, it's starting to piss me off. And, you know, the first one of the year against a fucking ass bears team, you know, that, that does little to, to make me go to bed with the, with the warm fuzzies. Right. Yeah. A win's better than a loss, but still that's, it's shit. And now Patriot fan, especially considering there were so many bandwagon fans. And you know, when I was 17, there wasn't a Patriot fan. Anyway. I didn't know, like, I, like back, this is a long, long time ago. Uh, I was a baseball only and, and hockey only. And that was it. And I, I, I watched the Super Bowl, and that's pretty much it. The NFL was not a thing around my house. And then I, I went to school in Saskatchewan. I don't think we got fucking cable TV out there. So whatever. But so it, uh, I wasn't an NFL guy at all. I didn't know that the new England Patriots were even a thing. I had no idea. <laughs> they, they made that Super Bowl with Bledsoe and they got the shit kicked out of them by, I want to say the giants. I can't remember, but it was, that sounds about right. Yeah. It was ugly. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, Parcells was coaching. It's not important, but they got beat up really bad. And, and then, you know, the, the miracle year, that was uh, the nine 11 year that uh, the Patriots won. And, and then the legend was born of Tom Brady and they took off from there, but now like who cares? And, but like, back to the point, I see a lot more Patriot Patriots gear now than when I was a kid. Well, hundred percent. Like it's, it's funny how you, you, you see like team, when teams were really bad, like when they like had the, 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 the fans had the uh, paper bags in their hats to, on their, on their heads, sitting the in the saints, stands, yeah. the saints and the, the aints they were called in the bank. I remember the Bengals fans and the Browns, they moved, they were just terrible and on and on and on it goes. When a team is really bad, they get more press than a team that's just mediocre. And I think that that's what the, the New England Patriots were forever, where there's mediocre. Like they'd be a, a, a 
five and 12 or six and 11, whatever it was. And just, okay. Yeah. They're, they're around. And when, when teams are mediocre, they're just mediocre. No one talks about them. When they're, when, when teams are bad in any sport, they get talked about a lot more than the mediocre teams. And the <laughs> thing about the, the Broncos, the things about the, about the Broncos, I sent with this yesterday. Um, a win's a win, and you want to win games. Obviously, you don't want to lose. But there comes a point in the season where, you, and it's it's, or it's only four games in, but it's only a 17-game season. There's got to become a point in the season where you got to go, can we not win any more games? Like, we're not doing anything this year. Well, the Broncos, and I meant to do this, and I forgot to do it. Like, I, I don't know if they're done uh, with the reparations from the the Russell Wilson trade. Like, so if, if, if the Broncos suck ass and get a top five pick and they have to give it to Seattle. That ain't going to make me feel <laughs> better either. I don't like, I don't know the answer to that. I'll have to look it up and I'll, and I'll know by next time, but um, they're so far from competitive. And, and when I look at their schedule, it's, it's a bit of a murderer's row. They're, they're going to be lucky to, to, to stay competitive in a couple of these, but well, they, they got to face a, a guy by in uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to be around for quite some time in that division, two times right? so, every year. Yeah. Every year for a while. So it's one of those things. The other one that, that got caught my eye yesterday and like uh, the P- Pittsburgh's, a, they've been a, a great, a story franchise for a long time. And they've been uh, a level of consistency for a really long time, but they're, there are they the most, and I I'm not I'm not throwing steam at fucking old Benny Roethlisberger because he's not there anymore. He's been there for quite a few years. But are, are the are the Seattle or the the Pittsburgh um, Pittsburgh Steelers running into that point in there where where they are now of being the most just not overrated, not underrated. They're just rated. They're just a team. They travel well. They'll yeah, go they're... nine and eight. They go eight and nine or whatever it is, might make the playoffs, might not. They'll, they travel well. They got a good fan base. They got their teeth kicked in yesterday by Houston, who's by all accounts not very good either. But you you can't go out, go losing 38 3. And Mike Tomlin made, made some points. He goes, things are going to change. What? What's, what? What are you going to do? Yeah, uh, if if you've ever listened to Jim uh, Fan in the Van talk about it, like they they want to throw a lot of the blame at Matt Canada, their OC, or I guess he's just he's been promoted to quarterback guru or something like that. That he's not doing the play calling. Their defense at times are elite, but you know I think Houston on the on the flip side of that is a lot better than anybody gave him credit for. This uh, C.J. Stroud is that his name? Yeah, in Houston he's. He's a player. He's a Ohio he, State guy, wasn't he? Oh wow, he's having he's putting together quite the rookie campaign. Um, they beat the Jags last week handily. Who's a uh, uh, favorite to win the AFC South? And they they beat the shit out of uh, Pittsburgh yesterday. Who has a good defense? Um, so you know maybe maybe uh, people are overlooking the Texans and and it, who who's been a tire fire of a franchise. Uh, Maybe they're better than everybody else, but as your point, like I, I always think Pittsburgh's a little bit overrated because they're, they have a, a tradition and a, and a really good fan base and people like them. Like the, the thing we talk about a, a lot with, with other sports too, hockey a lot because you like the Vancouver Canucks are the epitome of mediocre, right? It's just, there's mediocre. You, they, they, they get to a cup final once every 
couple of decades and call it good, right? But if if you're mediocre, that means you're going to get a middle of the road draft pick. You're going to get it. You're not going to get this. You're not going to get that. You're not going to get guys who are clamoring to go to your 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 team and take maybe take a bit of a pay cut to go and play there. Like you're gonna, it's tough. And and I don't know what you do. Like yeah, they've only had the four or five coaches in their illustrious history and everything else. But sometimes things need need a shake up. And I think Pittsburgh's in that situation right now where it's just getting a little bit stale. Yeah, I'd like to see like, but if you let Tomlin go, I think that thing is just gonna blow up, and then now they're gonna. I think he is. I think he's uh, an excellent coach, and I think he's a real calming influence. Um, he's gotten a lot out of some really big egos, and when I say that, like uh, Le'Veon Bell and uh, and Antonio Brown, and and you're f- I'm finding out now, like like Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger is a big prima donna piece of shit too. He's always been a piece of shit, but uh, there was a podcast the other day where him and Jerome Bennett were saying that uh, the, the Patriots cheated to beat him in that one AFC game. Like, you know, I'll take shit losers say for a thousand dollars, Alex, shut your fucking pie hole. You fucking whiny tits. I, that drives me nuts. Like eventually you gotta let, let that kind of stuff go. How many years ago was that? Right. <laughs> yeah. Must have been 10, 12 years ago. Like, just play better. Play better. Yeah, it's, you, you just wonder. And, like, you, people always bitch about that, Matt Canada. Like, you talk about blame Canada. I always laugh at that, blame Canada. It's like, it's our fault, but it's one of those things. But, yeah, you just wonder, like, when a team has to succumb to getting rid of an offensive coordinator four or five games in this season, how good were you? Like, is it, like, because you said it before, how important coaching is in it is in the NFL. Coaches don't get bad in four or five days or four or five games. It's right? you know, I will so give if them. You, if you get to a situation where you, where you're you're firing a coach, like uh, if you fire a coach in hockey, it usually get a, you get like a four or five six game boost where the team just d- does wonders. Everybody's playing for the playing, uh, having fun, and then it goes back to how the team was. If you're firing coaches mid season, it happens in hockey. Where they end up winning Stanley Cup, and it's like rarely, like Craig Berube did it with St. Louis in 2019. Uh, I remember when Larry Robinson Larry took over Robinson, yeah. for Robbie Fatorik, I think it was with New Jersey. But in general, when you're firing coaching staffs, uh, coordinators, whatever it might be, at any point in the season, your team stinks. <laughs> yes. And, and, you know, I'm surprised uh, Denver hasn't let go Vance Joseph, like, because, you know, Denver let uh, the Bears run up and down on him for two and a half quarters. This, I, I will say this about the Matt Canada thing, because I don't care. And I actually actively root against uh, uh, Pittsburgh. This uh, this guy that breaks down, he's an analytics guy in football. And I, and I, and I read his posts and what have you like that to try and, and gain an edge in my fantasy thing, but we won't talk about that. I'm not getting an edge. Maybe I'm not understanding all the words he's using. How bad this Matt Canada, this Pittsburgh offense is like, and then like, he's talking about the plays they're calling. Yeah. Um, It it was something like they've, they've gone three and out a league high 58% of the times. Like that's, bad three and out is so bad and whether it be and when i watch the one game it, it looks overly complicated like sit, dumb it down you got a you got a second year quarterback um your best receiver is only a second year as well just fucking slow down everybody just pick up their blocks you throw the ball you catch the, the ball 
right? Like, let's keep it simple, Larry. The uh, I get a kick out of football guys when they think like it's because wow, the coach and the players, wow, it's all comes from the yeah, it's, well, fuck it, it's hard. Like it's pro sports is hard no matter what you do. And to 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 blame a coach, I, it's like football's a little bit different than the other sports, obviously, because you can you can freelance a little bit when it comes to like hockey, obviously, and basketball. But uh, baseball, it's, it's like it's human interactions. But but football, everything's got to be working right. There's and so many moving parts. So many moving parts, and and it's more the GM's fault than than, than the coach's fault for the players that he gets, isn't it? Uh- I I do disagree. I think a good coach can make a huge difference. I really do. Um, obviously, you need the the person. Well, these guys can't the be bad coaches. There's only thirty jobs plus coordinators plus plus plus. So what? So like, well, because football's got ninety five guys in the fucking sidelines. Jesus. Urban Meyer was a maybe bad that's coach. the problem. Maybe that's the problem. They got too many players. There's just too many voices going through these guys' heads. Do you ever think that you, I don't yeah. fucking even know? Yeah, you know, and who's to say the best guys are on the sidelines? Maybe the best guys are wearing a headset in college someplace, right? Well, they and they don't make more. Well, some of them do, and some of them don't. Like if you're making seven hundred k a year coaching University of Montana, fuck, you get a you get to live there, and 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 no one's talking and, back to you. Not dealing no with one's talking you're not shit. dealing with this. You're not dealing with that. Whatever. The sheriff's in your back pocket. You're good to go. Yeah, and you're just living in a little piece of God's country. You get a fish. You get a hunt, and at then you're and you're you're spending a tenth of the money because you're not living in New York City, right? And they're in a big center. Not that these coaches are worried about about where they get their money. I guess yeah, yeah kind of concerned. thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's like, so, the, uh, on a scale of one to holy fuck, we're fucked, uh, is the uh, Cincinnati Bengals right now? They are, they got their life jackets on because they might fall into the fuck lake. Like, they got to be really worried. <laughs> really worried. Because, uh, yeah, it's, it's not like, um, they're, yeah, they're, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. Playoffs. I don't think so because you know they've already lost to Cleveland, who's shown us they're not good. I think the Ravens are the class of that uh, division, but you know, uh, Joe Cool has done it before. But like, I'm not seeing anything in T. Higgins. I know because he's on my fantasy team. He's dinged up. He had to leave yesterday's game with a possible broken rib. Um, it's they're in trouble. They're in trouble. Rib. Yeah, it hurts. I it bruised hurts my so Fuck it. Oh. And then you know you don't breathing laugh. and roll like it all oh, of it. It's just wiping your ass, getting up, um, and and heaven forbid you have a sneeze. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's like, awful. Yeah, just grab awful. your nose and whatever. You know like, what's coming to you? You try to brace yourself a little bit. And you somehow you move your you body a little grab bit. Grab your ribs. And I and I don't know if, if I don't know why people grab their themselves like not their their dinks or anything. But when they grab their ribs, when their ribs are gonna hurt, like that's gonna solve anything. No, or holding maybe holding in place. I don't know. That might be the worst. That and the kick neck. The kick neck's the worst. Yeah, because it's always you try. And- you, and you, you have to turn your shoulders. For those listening on yeah. on on the podcast right now, you can't see what me and Dave are doing, but we're doing that right now. So it's uh, that's why I subscribe to our YouTube channel. But yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, there those injuries that that like that, like things you don't don't even think about. Man, they can be debilitating, like debilitating. Yeah, like everybody knows you use your core on on like 90% yeah. of your movements throughout the day. But like do that with a little 
pick in your rib. Holy fuck. And like I say, like, like a sneeze is, is the worst thing ever. Oh ribs, yeah. God, it hurts. I got a hit from behind playing. Oh, hockey, Daniel oh. Jones just throw a pick through a pick six. I'm oh, about, get uh, him. I'm about four seconds ahead of you. But yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm in second Gunn. place in a football pool in the Bulldog pool. Uh, overall, good for you. I'm way back. Well, I fucked and I fucked up again on Thursday and I and I fucked up week one by not uh, hitting send. Oh, so I yeah. Would be, I would app. be in first place right now. Oh, because you missed your, your Thursday game. The that two one. Thursday games. Oh, yeah. You always got to hit send. I just uh, forget. Save. I get a lot going on and fucking click here, click there, fuck this, fuck that, whatever. Uh, who's your... Uh, oh, that team can fuck off. What do you got this week? Well, like we said it, I was saving it for this week. It's it's the Chicago Bears. And we were they, we had to fuck that team bowl and uh, the Broncos. You know, and, I, and I'll say this about them too. They didn't quit. Against Miami, they quit. And so maybe... <laughs> Did you have the uh, divorce papers on the table, pen in hand, in about uh, five minutes into the third quarter last night? Or yes, Oh, no, like I said, like, we're not, we're, like, we're not going to rush into this one. I don't want to be twice divorced, right? So, uh, but, you know, we're working on them. We're, we're, we're seeing, we're exploring possibilities, but I can't, I can't divorce them. I can't divorce them first year into this new head coach. I'll wait... I got to see who they get after Krusty here. So you're, you're saying fuck the Chicago Bears? I say fuck the Chicago Bears. Like, they they haven't been a team since uh, Jay Cutler, which, which you got. Uh, I was going to say since fucking Jim McMahon and Will Refrigerator Perry. For fuck's yeah, sake. well, they, they, haven't won, they haven't won the Super Bowl since then. 86. They got to this. Yep. Yep. The, well, this, the game was in 87, but that was the 86 team. Um, they got there with uh, Rex Grossman, Sexy Rexy, and that Erlacher defense, and Devin Hester with uh, Lovey Smith. Was good, eh? Yeah, yeah, he was good, and Lovey Smith was the coach of that that team. Or um, did they, the players coach Lovey? I don't know because he hasn't been able to uh, replicate, replicate that uh, that miracle anywhere else he's been. So, um, yeah, if I've, uh, uh, I can't believe people haven't divorced the chicago bears i think they have i think a because, lot of people are like holy fuck yeah we're 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 damn near 40 years of futility now boys and that's a long time i uh i'm fucking uh saying fuck you to uh the new england patriots and bill belichick for embarrassing yourself this late in your career you get blown out that badly like to, to dallas has got a pretty good team but to lose that badly and just being and, and to having your legacy not being tarnished but being um dirtied over i guess you could say yeah so, putting a little bit of dirt on it right? a little bit like, of dirt on it it needs a little bit of a shining needs a little bit of uh getting the dust off a little bit of uh fuck whatever cleaning products deanne's cleaning with up there right now i don't know but it, it's it's a bad it's a bad look like hold on for one more day said wilson phillips it's time for fucking for Billy Belichick to quit holding on and just maybe say, you know what? We got to move in a new, new direction. And I don't think he, okay. I don't think he would get a bad, uh, any bad press from the press or from the court of public opinion. If, uh, if they, they lose their next two or three games, he go, you know what? 
let's get somebody else in here to for the new generation of the Patriots. We I done what I could, but you know what? We need to to look somewhere else. It would have to be a mutual uh, thing because Kraft won't fire him and he won't quit. But there, there, there's got to be a discussion. Got to be hap- happening very soon. Yeah, like I don't know if he's married. Mac Jones is very good. No, and he actually got benched there yesterday. In fact, I, I wouldn't even go. He's not even that. He would have to get better to be not good. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely below average. He's definitely below average. So they're one and three, but they they have had a tough uh, tough schedule. Um, Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, Cowboys. They play Saints and Raiders next, and then so they're now they got a chance to be three and three. No, they're fucked. Uh, they'll be one and five. They, they'll lose both. Well, if they lose both, then they're then they're right fucked. If you can't beat the Saints and Raiders, then you don't deserve to make the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. Yeah, but they got to play the Bills. They got to play the Bills twice yet, and Bills fucking reminded uh, Dolphins. The Bills actually, you know, I was about to give up on them because I, I wasn't sure about Josh Allen. He just seemed a bit too rambunctious. And he he makes decisions that are like holy fuck. He tries to do too much. That might be his biggest downfall. He tries to do too much because he's an athlete, right? Which is what happened the first game of the year. And then now maybe he took it to heart. Maybe it was a good thing that happened the first game of the year because yeah. now it's like, fuck, lesson learned. I got to I gotta fucking stay within myself. I don't have to play hero ball. I don't like – it's Brett Favre ball. That's one of the reasons I I, I hated Brett Favre because he was always – is, yeah. is there a long list? Ah, uh, there's there's more than one reason, but yeah, like he, he was always playing. Hero I didn't ball. mind Favre, like what was it, ninety seven, uh, the ninety gunslinger. Like I didn't mind him, but then I I got a little, it got a little old. Yeah, poor man's John Elway. I guess <laughs> better Marino or Elway. Elway, because he won. El- Elway's top three of all time. All time. El- all time. No one's no Doug fucking Flutie. <laughs> uh, John Elway shits bigger than Doug Flutie. The uh, he was a better college player than Doug Flutie. Better pro player than Stanford. Great. Oh yeah, he was a Stanford great. Of course, Fuck he was Stanford. a Stanford. Fucking Stanford. Huh? USC held on by the skin of their fucking teeth on Saturday. They made Colorado look kind of good, didn't they? Well, it makes you makes you wonder what's going to happen when the, all the old Trojans have to fight on to the Ducks. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Uh, they'll, they'll, USC is going to beat Arizona next weekend. Then they're going to roll into fucking uh, South Bend on the 14th and get their asses handed. No, actually, they'll, they'll lose 52-45. Uh, they, they better not lose to Notre Dame because I, I happen to catch the fourth quarter of that one, too. And With Duke? Duke? Yeah, Duke spit the bit on that one. That's too. I bad. didn't see the end of it. Like, what happened there? Uh the the Duke was they were down by three or down by seven, and they were driving driving a two minute drill, and the the Duke quarterback got sacked hard, like medical tent bent his kind of I might saw, have yeah, fucked I up saw his ankle. There was got crutches, yeah, da, 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 yeah, yeah, and it was it was a clean head. He got sacked, coughed up the ball, and Notre Dame covered it to to win. No, so, USC is going to lose Notre Dame badly. I, I have a bad feeling about that one. They're no defense. Their pass defense sucks. I said Shadur or whatever the fuck his name yeah. is. Sanders proved that the other day. That gets yeah. a player. It's not. Oh, for sure. And by like Duke, if if Notre Dame is well, like, I don't know. Maybe just any given any given Saturday, right? Because I Duke didn't look that good, but they got to be better than. 
uh, sorry, Ohio State has to be better than Duke. Like, I don't care that uh, Duke's undefeated. They're still Duke, right? It's still a basketball school. They're still a basketball school. Right. Yeah. You wonder if they know that, the players. Oh, uh, no. Football I'm, team? When they, when no, they get recruited. Sure. I didn't even know there was a football team there. <laughs> it's a pretty small university. It's 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 quite something that they're doing as well as they are. Yeah. And they're in the ACC, so. Um, yeah. Uh, biggest frauds in football right now? Who's the biggest? Um, who's got a good record, and you're like, ah, oh, they're not that good. Uh, who has got a good record right now that's not that good? It might be just sorry. Give me give me a sec here. Uh, I'd love to say the one stars. Oh, I think they're, they're that good. Yeah, I think they're pretty good. I think they're really good. I'd I'd have to say probably the the Tampa Bay Bucks are three and one, right? Like are they good or they just have a soft schedule? I think they got a bit of a soft schedule right now because everybody else with the three and one record, I think is pretty damn good. So the, of the three and ones and undefeated, uh, Philly's undefeated right now too. And they yeah. might be the biggest frauds in football beating Lionel Richie and the Commodores by three in overtime. I think, I think the Commodores I think, are I better. Think Philly might be fucking, they might be frauds. They might be, but I don't know that because they're taking care of business, right? At the end of the day, I think the Commodores anyway. are better. I think the Commodores are better than uh, because they have that cat from uh, Bienemy. Is that his name? From Bienemy, or next head coach of everybody? Yeah, yeah. So the we're galactic all stars of every every team. Bienemy's been the rumored to be the guy forever, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and the Commodores can score, right? So as long as you can score, then and. and uh, uh, Line Riverboat Ron. Yeah. yeah. Is he still the coach there? Ron Rivera? Yeah. Yeah, he is. I thought he was dead. No, him I and well, he was I, dead, but yeah. He, he did have a heart attack. Oh, or, I shouldn't be laughing or, at that then. Or cancer, yeah. Well, he's alive, so you're wrong. If I wasn't hoping he was dead. I was just concerned. I was concerned. I didn't care. Yeah, it's I could I could see the concern on your face. <laughs> yeah, I already forgot what we were talking about, to be honest with you. <laughs> Just the enemy of the, I think the I think the Commodores are going to make the playoffs. I think they they're better than the Giants, who are just Danny Dimes doesn't have it. No, he's not very good. No, he's not very good. He had three or four good games for his career three years was three years ago, and then that was yeah. It. Well, and he finished the season well. He's getting paid forty million now to play like a fucking Fuck horse's me. ass. Yeah, Jesus. If he could just, if he could just cut out those, those those three four games and just give me the ten million, and I can go out there and and act like a horse. I should go adopt then. a fucking six year old kid, teach him to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah, because everybody they, they can. That's easy. Or a kicker. Teach him to be a kicker. Dicker the kicker. Yeah, I love that nickname. Adopt a six, like kid. adopt a six year olds are done shitting their pants like often, right? They still feel at six, but whatever. But adopt a six-year-old, get him some uprights, fucking a ball and a tee. Go. Go to, to the backyard over there or the fucking playground or whatever and kick. Because the, the worst the worst player on the team always ends up fucking being the kicker in fucking Pop Warner or whatever. Do you be a well, kicker? Make a bunch of money? Get, sit why, would fucking... you, why would you make the worst worst player be the kicker? Because then when he fucks that up, everybody's mad. You're just so now he doesn't get no, but so, so then my kid, that. so then my kid, he's good at kicking. He's going to be loved. 
Nah, and then there'll be a Hallmark yeah. story about the, the, the kid, the family that, that gave him up for adoption and everything. It's, it's a win-win situation. Yeah, because there's always Hallmark stories about the kicker that came from nowhere, right? <laughs> the next, the next the, movie made the from the kicker. Adopted kid from Southern Alberta. <laughs> yeah, the last movie was about a fucking kicker, wasn't that like Ed the Mule or something like that? Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> It was a fucking Disney movie, wasn't Air it? Or, yeah. No, there was a Disney movie like when we were kids. Before that, the kid, the, the fucking donkey kicked something. I yeah, he would mule kick it. Like they they put him behind and like they give him. Don a Knox was in it, I think. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Don fucking Knox, anyways. Oh Jesus Christ, Don Knox. He not made the, me laugh. Not Mr. The Furley. Gang, but. Oh yeah, the Apple Dumpling Gang and the Return of the Apple Dumpling Gang. I remember going to that in the theater way back in the day. And I actually found it when we got on Disney Plus and I showed it to Jasper and he laughed his ass off, too. That was that was good, clean hijinks. That was good, clean hijinks. Not like the other hijinks got, got came later on, later on with the <laughs> Cannonball Run and Cannonball Run 2. That was that was not good, clean hijinks. No, it was a little more racy, but, you know, when you got involved, yeah, I could imagine the mountains of below behind the scenes on Cannonball Run. Holy. (laughs) Fuck me. (laughs) Dom DeLuise and the boys, yeah, just fucking getting, Burt Reynolds getting down. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20% or 20 bucks on your first purchase there at SeatGeek for Cannonball Run tickets. It was called Gus. <laughs> That's who was in that? I don't know. I got, I got Gus, go the, I, Gus the kicker. Gus the kicking mule. Jesus. Like, did they run out of fucking... And then they, they go on strike, the writers, for coming up with shit like that. Yep. Gus uh, kicking mule. Ed Asner and Don Knotts. You were right on the it Don was Donny Knotts, wasn't it? You bet. <laughs> yeah. Can't remember a guy I saw the mall fucking the other day, but the fucking Don Knotts and the fucking kicking donkey movie. Ed Asner, Don Knotts, and Tim Conway. How many Tim- fucking movies have those guys? Dorf on golf. Dorf on Tim Conway was funny. <laughs> Dorf on Even, golf. That was good. The Carol fun. Burnett show. Yeah. 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 Actually, that's uh, going to be on the Who Is Better here. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420ESCAPED at Manscaped.com and get yourself 20% and free shipping off all their uh, grooming, men's personal grooming uh, supplies at Manscaped. Dave, uh, the, the Major League Baseball playoffs are getting rolling tomorrow. You know, okay, I don't want to say they're the playoffs. I want to call them the play-ins. 
because the wild card is kind of a yeah thing. And here's my reasoning why. When you back into the playoffs the way the Toronto Blue Jays did by losing four of the last six at home, uh, two to the Yankees, and then two to, to uh, Tampa Bay, that's backing into the playoffs. You didn't win a division. You were third in your division, actually, when it all comes down to it. And then you uh, decide to have a fucking cool in the gang celebration in your dressing room after losing uh, two in a row and getting pretty much blown out yesterday uh, to end the season off in front of your home crowd. To me, that is the biggest loser fucking situation you could ever do. It'd be like getting dumped at fucking at, uh, at, at uh, grad or at prom and going home and having a party. Like it, 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 to me, it's ridiculous that that the, the these teams celebrate so much, especially after getting into a wild card spot on the last day of the season and losing to get into the playoffs on the last day of the season. Is it the biggest nozzle move in sports today, or it's, around there, or loser I, move? Not 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 nozzle loser move. It's just such a loser move. What the fuck are you celebrating? Like you know, this is an accomplishment, yes, but you lost. You lost four of your final six games. You didn't clutch up. You haven't beaten anybody of consequence in the last fucking month. And you're going to jump around like you've never been there before. They were there last year. Thank you. Right? Act like you've been there before. Act like you've been. And they have been there before. And you know what happened? They fucking got swept. They, they, they lost two in two a row straight, to Tampa. They, and they were up 9-1 last year in the playoffs. Yeah. There, and yeah. And they lost two in a row to Seattle last year, who they could not beat. You know, like... You know, and then they're probably thinking, oh, we got Minnesota. They won, they lost 18 year, eighteen in a row. Guess what, Toronto? I bet, I, I'm going to go to, to betus.com and I'm taking Mini because I'm guessing that the, your, the streak ends tomorrow because of your fucking childish. Minnesota antics. hasn't won a fucking playoff game since Reagan was in office, for fuck's sakes. 2004. <laughs> Whatever. Who was? Up, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, though. Yeah. Yeah. The last the last game they won was the Yankees, and I think that was I I, I think I actually remember texting you. You wanted uh, was it Girardi at that time? You wanted someone fired. It would have been Tory back then. Yeah. Oh, but nonetheless, that's that's not the important part. They, it, it, it's this is not. Oh, Danny Dimes just threw another fucking pick. What is wrong? He must be drunk. Not yet. Holy cow. He must have just clinched a wild card. There you go. <laughs> but I, I, I don't get it. Like, yes, it's an accomplishment. And, and we don't know what Tampa did. We don't know um, what uh, what uh, Texas did or Houston did. Maybe they had a bit of a party, but I can't imagine it was to the extent of, of the, those those. Blue Jay guys, like, like I, when I the just, Orioles clinched a week and a half ago, when they clinched the playoff spot, they got down and they, they had a good time. But that was a week and a half ago, and that was an accomplishment by by, by clinching at least a, a spot in the division, right? And and that's a huge accomplishment to back in like the Jays did and to celebrate a, a uh, maybe two more games because that's all that, that's all they're guaranteed is maybe two more, and that's it. I don't think it's that that big of an accomplishment personally because if you think about it, they might only get two more games than the than the Oakland A's and the Kansas City Royals who both lost over 100 games. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. What did, what did you do? Nothing. And we talked about it a while ago. Like yes, you need to win the game, those games and those games to get go to the next level. I get that. And next level is their hashtag, actually, which is strange. But um, you can't win games you're not in, right? And they're, now they're in there and they like they have a But you chance, know what? Win but, games so you don't have to be in these games. Right. You know, they, they, they're, 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 they're such a streaky team, I guess. Um, I, 
what I'll, the, the biggest compliment you can give them is that they won games they should win, right? Anytime they had a game, a, a, a game against uh, someone with an equal or better record, they spit the bit, they shit the bet. Even though their pitching has been good, they'd lose these games two, three, or, you know, you get to like the other day, they, uh, what was it? It was five, five against Tampa. And then those, uh, they gave up five in the, in the 10th, in the top of the 10th. Like just be a little bit clutch. They're, they're not a clutch team. I pity so many of my friends who are Blue Jay fans because you're going to be disappointed. We, we just can't do it. Well, this, this team can't do it because they're not clutch. They're not clutch. Like, they're hitters I, I are not like clutch. We're, when we uh, got done doing it, we asked him to order Browns. And got, one guy was talking to me about the, the Blue Jays and the Yankees. And I've already put all my Yankee shit away, like my the hoodies and stuff that I wear. <laughs> it's a way till next next year, and it's, it's good to go. But uh, I was like, you might get two more games. What the fuck? Who cares? Like, I don't think anybody should celebrate anything unless you win a, uh, a division. Like, win. Outright win it. And then you shouldn't celebrate again till you win the ALCS. You're allowed to celebrate, but like, yeah, a not with the fucking disco balls and champagne and, uh, uh, and, and having thing. ski goggles like, so every no time. And I, yeah, no, I agree with that. You're right. And if you wear, yeah. if you, if, if you wear goggles in a celebration, you're a pussy. <laughs> Get that shit in your eye. You're a pussy. You know, Earn your party. Yes. I kind of agree with that, but <laughs> I can also see why. Well, especially because, you know, the party. Daryl Strawberry and fucking Keith Hernandez and fucking Dwight Gooden in 1986 were fucking looking for ski goggles. Not a chance. They, they were, were looking fucking for something else. They were champagne blowing their eye and storing cocaine <laughs> off each other's asses. Those are men's men. <laughs> <laughs> they knew how to get down. I don't know if you and I can ha- handle a party like that. A victory no, party not like a chance. <laughs> not a chance. I wouldn't even give it a shot. Like all those guys got down. But if you wear goggles during a fucking, and it's, it's got to be for sponsorships too. It has to be. But to, if, if you wear goggles, you want to champagne your eyes. You're a pussy. <laughs> I agree. If you're going to spray champagne, you got to, you got to pay the price, right? But do they give like, hazel made fucking goggles yesterday? I don't know. I don't know. I just saw a little clip on it, and then I, then I turned the channel. Like it, it, it just. I couldn't believe how contrived that was. They lost. They did some interviews, and they came in, and John Schneider said some stuff, and I was like, "You guys are idiots! It, Absolute it, it's a bad look. idiots! Terrible look! It, it's act like you like business is not done. Like you know, everybody it hasn't even started." To- yeah, everybody had picked you to be like top three. Like uh, half the pundits picked you to to win the the division this year. Last year, the people were picking to win the World Series. Last yes. year, yes, yeah. So it's unfinished business, you know. Get the work gloves on. Put the champagne down. Grab a case of Schlitz and then uh, fucking shotgun that and say, okay, next one's after our first win. Cause because I don't remember. Because I, I mean, I don't. Post-game celebrations, I don't care if my, my team's not in it, whatever sport it might be. But uh, you, know, you know who I bet he doesn't wear goggles? Bryce Harper. I like that guy more and more every fucking time I see him on the field. <laughs> I think he's still the king of all douches. Um, oh, he's a, not, like, he's a douchebag, but I like him more and more every time I fucking see that guy play. He's a gamer. 
Fuse is a little hot, and you know, I don't like him for that because he can't control his emotions. But that fucking tirade he had against Angel Hernandez, I kind of kind of almost wish that someone would have slipped him a gun. Because Angel he would have shot Angel that night. Angel Hernandez does not. And that game to be meant on a absolutely nothing on Thursday or Friday night, whatever it was. Yeah, Angel Hernandez does not deserve to be on a baseball field. Like he he goes out looking for trouble, and then when he makes a bad call, he doubles down and runs. Guys, what a piece of shit! I couldn't believe like fuck I, that guy. Fuck, fuck Angel Hernandez. Fuck him. Fuck them all. Fuck him. And I'm not one to to, to besmirch a fellow official, obviously, but he's a fucking idiot. That was a that was such a bad check swing call. And I'll put it up on YouTube later on. I'll, I'll clip it into what we're talking about here, but. That was such a bad call. I could not believe it. Like, I was kind of sort of watching it, and then I, I turned my head. I was like, all right, whatever. And then when he called it a strike, and then Harper runs down the line, throws his fucking helmet in the stands. He gets ran out of the fucking game, and on it went. And Hernandez just sitting there like this. Like, you wonder what the conversation after the game is with, 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 his, with, his, uh, with his partners. Going, what did you see there? Like, what did you see there that you would have called that a strike? Or, or well, and like, or? also, fuck Angel, you're on third base. You can't fucking just do your job from third base. Like, like no one on base had one, one job to watch the check swing. That's it. Yeah. On left handed hitters. So, like, maybe, yes. maybe five, six calls in the entire night. If that. And you get one of them and then you fucking and you, shit and on you it. You kick the shit out of it. And then and, and then uh, Bryce Harper says, what the fuck are you doing? And you run him. Like, he ran him immediately. What oh, a It was such shit. a bad call. I loved how Harper got just fucking revved up, threw his helmet into the fucking stands, and the kid got and he autographed it afterwards the whole bit. I thought it was fantastic. I, I You know what? I'd have Harper my, like any day of the week. That guy, has he's a fucking player, man. I don't like, he's an idiot with the hair and the shoes and the stuff and the things. But, man, you... If he, if he, you could like how hockey, there was guys who would pick up the trade deadline every year. Yeah. If He's Harper was that, that yeah. kind of guy, I yeah. would have him for, for like from fucking August till September, see, doing the playoffs and see you later. And here we go. He's, yeah. he's that kind of a guy. He's a player. He is that good. But the problem is he knows it. Right. And mm -hmm. I can't imagine having to put up with that for 162 a year. Like, holy fuck. Could you imagine what a douche that guy is in the locker room? Probably you on can't touch his per plus guaranteed, eh? Like, not uh, a chance. Oh, he doesn't have per plus. He has, like, well, I don't know what, what's better than Manscaped, but that's what he has. <laughs> he probably has a stylist in there shaving his pubes when he gets out of the shower. <laughs> the... Uh... <laughs> The playoffs get going more. I I I like I like the, the wild card. I like I I do like it, but it it gives fans in baseball a bit of a, a sense of false hope for their team for next year, uh, because you look at a team like oh, let's just take the Yankees for instance. They finish eighty two and eighty, uh, five games out, and that doesn't sound that bad. You know, five games out, it, it's like oh well, you know, we're not that bad because you you factor in a couple of games with like Aaron Judge was hurt. So let's say we will get three more wins if Judge isn't hurt. Rizzo gets out, we get a win if Rizzo's in. We if we if we do that, blah blah blah. Like, do you like the wild card because it keeps fans engaged a lot longer in their teams, or is it like fuck? You're not that good. Like, why are you in the playoffs? 
I do like the wild card. Yes. Because of the races, right? We were, we were involved. We were watching games because how many years uh, back in the day would a team be walking away with it? Like the last two weeks, there might be one race. Cause oh. you know, like I said, back in Atlanta the day, Clips was, in fucking June. Right. Really? You know? Yeah. And not and, officially, but and and the uh, Orioles in Tampa ran away on the AL East. It was a bit of a race there, but what's what's the point? Like, and 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 I think back to the year that um, when it was still just the four divisions, and this is when um, uh, the the Braves were in the NL West. NL West, not that long ago, yeah. nineteen ninety three. I think they finally left. And they 90, 94 the, was a strike year. I think 95, they went over to the, the NL East, I think, in that area. Yeah. That was the first year they, of wild card. Yeah. And they, but they missed a playoff um, because of, uh, and they had a, I think, I want to say a 97 or 100 win season. And they missed the playoffs there because they're one game behind um, San Fran. Or was it was the opposite? Whatever. It was. It doesn't much matter. Yeah. It doesn't much matter. But there was teams with 98. 100 win seasons missing the playoffs and and I don't think that's fair because a 100 win season ain't that You should be rewarded for 100 wins not not 83 but 100 no, wins yeah Yeah um because there's some there's some teams that shouldn't be in the playoffs so What year right was it now? 2000 and the Cardinals won with 80 they won the World Series what year was that 11 12 With Jeff Francoeur was that his name or okay. no that he was a Brave But there was um yeah there was a there was a brave that uh, that lit the world on fire and he was a rookie and stuff like that. Um, Andrew Jones. No, Andrew Jones was a, uh, was a brave. You just said the Braves. No, I, Oh, oh you sorry. Said the Cardinals. I, you oh. said the Cardinals. Then you said Braves. Oh, it doesn't work. You know, oh, okay. It doesn't here. matter. Uh, oh no, because I said Jeff Vancouver and he was a brave. There was someone he 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 was like World Series or NL uh, like or NLCS MVP. I can't remember. I'll look it, it up. Is the Ronald Acuna Jr. forty uh, seventy season kind of just not? Why isn't that talked about more? Honestly, it's it's unbelievable in the stats of, of baseball. I think unprecedented. Be, I think it's because we just don't talk about baseball anymore, and we're about highlights, not not a season's accomplishment. I that's that's honestly what I think because um that's why I asked you. Yeah. Um <laughs> the way we consume our sports right now, like especially us where where we are, right? It, it's Jays. Like most of our friends and people you talk to are Jays fans. They want to talk about the Jays and stuff like that. And they do know about Acuna and, and, and his accomplishments this year. But we don't all watch Sports Center every night anymore. Everybody's finding their own highlights and, and doing it. And, and that's, well, and, and that's, like, and that's why when, there's no. When, was it 88 when Conseco went 40 40 and they, the, the, uh, the, the Dodgers beat uh, the A's in the World Series? And I remember, I remember vividly when, whenever, every time Conseco was coming to bat, they were 40 40 guy, 40 40 guy, blah, blah, blah. And now we know why he went 40 40. He probably couldn't hit fucking. 120 in the fucking California penal league right now, but without the juice and everything else. But I remember that vividly, but you also had newspapers were, were covering a lot more. So you, you, you didn't have the algorithms and everything else. We'll get into all that, but the, the coverage of sports kind of loses its luster when guys are chasing these records, because unless you follow it, you don't see it. Right. Yeah. 
And, and that's a shame because like that, like this 4070, that's unbelievable. Like you would never, like you would never thought that would ever happen in 1988 ever. Right. Because 4040 was such, that good. was it. That was it. And like, I and, remember Howard Johnson went 30, 30 and 87, right. Or 80, 86, whatever. Yeah. He yeah. was there. And Eric he was the Davis first 30, 30 guy. Eric yeah. Davis was right there. In the, was those the cats. Yeah. 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 But then to, to do like 40, 70 is, is gross. Like that's, you know, Ricky was never hitting 40 in a year. Like he didn't even come close. Yeah. But he was busy stealing 212. Yeah, like you know, like yeah, like so. If yeah, if there was a twenty hundred and twenty eight club, then he had that one. He's the only member there, but to be that powerful and to to be that quick, it's it's something crazy. And and you know, I've read more than one person too that they think Mookie Betts is going to get the NL MVP too because well, because the they when I'm just saying, I don't know because I didn't watch enough, but like uh, Mookie Betts. Um, put together just as a complete offensive season and had to play four or five different positions. And he carried his team more Mookie's than Mookie's a better player, but yeah. Okuna had a better season. I'm just saying what I read. We'll find out. And the same person hates Blake. Like uh, hates Blake Snell. So well, I, 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 think, I don't think anybody likes Blake Snell. I think I don't think Blake Snell's parents like Blake Snell. Yeah. He's an idiot. The way he talks and everything else, fuck, he's an idiot. Yeah, like the the Padres are a team like uh, I kind of didn't mind back in the day. They're more the lovable loser kind of thing now. And now that they're trying to win and just have a bunch of fucking assholes on their team. 80. Yeah, there you go. You know, the kids, you know, everybody bunch wants to talk heads. about talk about the Mets. I got to guess the, the Padres um, payroll is right around there as well. Uh, it was second, I think. I think it went, I think it went Mets. Padres, Yankees, <laughs> and all three of them are sitting there watching tomorrow. Watching tomorrow, unbelievable! It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Oh, well, it's going tomorrow. Who's uh, going to win the World Series? Uh, I'm going to stick with the with the O's. I bought my hat and I'm going to wear it until they're out. So, Aaron, don't if it's if they don't if they fuck this up, it's all on you, Aaron. 101 wins, 110 100- losses two years ago to 101 wins this year. That's remarkable. And no one's going to have more fun winning than those guys. The fans, all of it. All yeah. of it. Yeah. And then, like, the, the 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 shit part is, is that their piece of shit owner is going to raise season ticket prices and try and and, and still and not sign fun. anybody. Yeah, yeah. He's going to line his pocket. All guys under contract for 750 grand a year. But there you go, man. Like, as a fan, there, there has to be nothing better than than having a bunch of young kids getting out there and 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 surprising everybody. And 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 I wanted the James world. to go far because it keeps people engaged in Canada. But I hope they don't win. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I, I, don't like, care, I like I like when people are engaged because then I can talk baseball and everything else. I'm a baseball dork, but I don't want them to win because Jay's fans are insufferable. Like just oh like, fuck yeah you won yeah they are a lot of work like uh, Buck Martinez he's insufferable uh, like he, like you just said he's insufferable get up ball get up like it's one of those Let's go and it baby how about them Blue Jays anyways the fourteen twenty Sports Bar podcast four viewers sports talking a whole lot more so it's brought to you by Manscaped Manscaped.com. use promo code one four two zero escaped at Manscaped.com and save yourself twenty percent uh and get free shipping on all your men's personal grooming needs. Dave, uh, we'll take a little break and we'll uh, do some uh, who is better coming right up. 
I'm ready for it. I can't wait. Who is better? It's so ridiculous. I like who's better. It might be the most ridiculous thing we've ever that we do on a, on a consistent basis. I like like ridiculousness is our is our yeah. we got sports and shenanigans really. Yeah. <laughs> you are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of Fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages, and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage, and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. The uh, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer of sports talk, and a whole lot more. This thing is brought to you by SeatGeek. Once again, it's SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. Get yourself some uh, NHL tickets. The season's right around the corner. Dave, how are your orders going to do this year? Standard Cup champions. That's it. Anything else is a failure. Copper bust. Copper bust. Like it's, it's actually true. It's actually yeah, it's, true. It, it's fucker walk, right? Like, it's... If they aren't in a, I didn't mean to get into this, but we will. If they aren't in a situation at, oh, fuck, February where they're doing well, Drysdale is going to get traded because his contract's up next year. I disagree. I disagree. I was listening to um, a podcast this weekend that Frank Cervelli was on and like he was talking about them. Him and McDavid are best friends. He goes, uh, like, I'm positive they're going to take less money to stay together. Like, if they, uh, no you know, if, the if they win, if they win one, they'll they'll win. They might win six. They went around. Well, that's not true. They lost. They well, won, not a round. It's a round. But you know they lost. Yeah, they won around and they lost to the Stanley Cup champions who last year, right? So they lost um, three times. The Cup champs they lost to. Or two, anyways, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, yeah, it's not important. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's. I get it. It's hard. <laughs> like they're in the same division as the last two Stanley Cup champions, but that's and the and the Kings aren't easy to beat either. They aren't getting the save. They aren't getting no, the save. It's it's goalie. It's up to Skinner and Soupy, and then maybe uh, the coach can grow some balls and put Soupy in and pull Skinner because I think that was the difference. He got out coached and uh they got out tendered um i think they should take right lynch got a retirement put him in the, in that because i could have done better than super did last year anyways the uh one of the fun things we we came up with years ago all actually you know what it is actually years ago multiple years is years uh was uh, the who was better segment that we uh, come up with because we were agreeing too much on a lot of stuff which is odd for me and you considering our, our long relationship that we've had for 20 20 plus years that we've known and we other. like to argue we like to argue, but we became very, too much too agreeable when the podcast was first getting its legs. So I came up with the uh, "Who is better" segment. Are you ready to go? Oh yeah, I love it. Who's better? Who is better? Uh, World Series and MVP uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays, Paul Molitor, or Reggie Dunlop, otherwise known as Paul Newman. <laughs> so it's. 
Paul so Mulder it, or Paul Newman? Paul Newman by a landslide. Oh. That guy's an icon. Cool hand Luke in the egg eating contest, the verdict, slap shot, and a whole bunch of other shit. Mulder's a baseball Hall of Famer. And World Paul Series New- champion. Paul Newman's an Oscar award winner, and he's uh, he 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 races cars while he used to when he was alive. Has salad dressing? Salad dressing that he gives the pros. Never had it. I've never had it. I I have had Newman's own. Yes, I see. I never had it. No, I think I'd buy it when I'm in the states for whatever. But here's the thing: they have it over at Savon. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a salad eater, so I don't fucking like. So I I don't eat salad, so I don't have that much use. Oh no, Paul 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 Newman, like these those are two greats, and no, I'm mean, this is no besmirching upon Paul Mulder. I like him. I like him a lot. I like Mulder I, a lot. Yeah, I think I like him more than I like Robin Yount. Um, Rolly fingers, other Rolly fingers. Greats. Yeah, and better than uh, who's that jerk that uh, Ryan Braun. Uh, uh, who, who else? He's is, uh, a dickhead. He is a dickhead. I like him better than Prince Fielder. But nonetheless, we go, we, we, we digress. Paul Mahler, uh, sorry, Paul Newman wins this one in by a sizable margin in my point. His, uh, like I've seen Slapshot, I, I would say easily 300 times. Easily. Saw that one on the bus twice in a road trip, probably. Oh, fuck, there and back, wherever the fuck we were going. Like easily three hundred times, and uh, the uh, the strut with the leather the leather jacket with the fur, the whole bit, the Reggie Dunlop, the putting on the foil with the Hansons, the uh, the whole thing. Like, and I'm not like I'm not a big movie guy, but uh, Paul Newman was pretty pretty solid in Slapshot, like in everything else. No, Paul Newman's pretty solid guy. Yeah, he is. He seems like a nice guy, and uh, yeah, it's. Whatever, old blue eyes. No, I, that was Sinatra. Sinatra, yeah. Yeah, uh, I thought they called. Uh, I think Newman had blue, blue eyes, though. Yeah, I think he had blue eyes no as idea. well. I never looked deeply into him, so I don't know. Well, I was never in the same room. We should as approach him Newman's uh, uh, salad dressing to be a sponsor, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll start eating salad if it means a couple dineros. <laughs> Who is better, Robert Griffin the Third or? Gilligan's Island's own Thurston Howell. The thing. <laughs> I, don't I like that. With these. I cannot stand RG three. I what a bust, eh? Total bust. You know he won that uh, Baylor, correct? Baylor, yes, yeah. yep. And uh, like as a pro, he 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 was a band aid. And then he and then he became a bitching band-aid. I remember the article I read back when uh, Mike Shanahan, former coach of the Super Bowl winning uh Elway led Broncos, um was with shameless plug. Yeah, was with uh the the the, the Redskins at the time and, and uh RG three came up to him and said, Hey coach, you know, I, I realize it's training and stuff, but I appreciate it if you didn't show clips where I make mistakes, you know. Just don't show those. I don't need the guys to see that kind of shit. Jesus. Can you believe that? I I, I didn't know that. I learned yeah, something. Like, Not only is a 1420 podcast informative, it's also educational. The more you know. The more like, you know like, rainbow over the head. Yeah, yeah exactly. With a shooting star. Uh, so Thurston Howell the third, because I think <laughs> even though RG3 did have mad talent, um, he was a fucking prima donna piece of shit. 
So whereas Thurs Thurston Howell was a prima donna piece of shit as well, but he made me laugh, and it was a it was a it was a fictional character. I, and, I, and, I, and, I, sorry, go ahead. I, I you, you just wonder why with the money that Thurston Howell had, like they were really really making the the the, the viewing public to be idiots, like. Thurston had like this. There was no cell phones, but you think that someone would come looking for him? Like, where was this fucking island? And who the fuck packs that much that much that much luggage for, for a three-hour three hour tour. tour? They never wore the same clothes twice in seven seasons. What was it, Lovey? What was it? Was the wife's name? Lovey. Yeah. Lovey. Yeah. Lovey. It so <laughs> was such a stupid show. It was, it was and the Harlem Globetrotters showed up on Gilligan's Island once. Like they, they, they laugh when nobody. Like, what, I think they like being there. Like tropical island, right? Kind of coconuts, radio, everything else was good. Oh yeah, and the professor, you know, he can make a nuclear reactor. Then, like, how about a fucking satellite to to pinpoint the location? Ginger and Marianne. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a lot going on there. Dave, uh, who is better, uh, Danny DeVito or non Super Bowl winning quarterback Dan Marino? Oh man, I really like Dan Marino. Um, uh, throwing for all those yards, he was the best quarterback, throwing quarterback of his generation. Um, same draft class as uh, John Elway, if I do recall. At a pen, I think. Um, Pittsburgh. He was Pitt. Pitt. That's right. Yeah. Um, no, John Elway. Uh, he only played in one Super Bowl, lost to Joe Montana. Dan DeVito, that's one guy that has made such a fucking career out of being. Could you imagine not being Danny DeVito and being blessed with his physical attributes? <laughs> Five foot two, balding, fucking a little bit frumpy the whole bit. Goofy thing, like can't even touch the top of his head to scratch, kind of thing. Yeah, gonna but jump that mother scratches ass. That motherfucker can make me laugh. I don't know if you ever. When watched he was that. on on Taxi, he out with some funny stuff. Have you? Do you ever watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, he's off the charts. Like, he, like he's totally reinvented himself again. Like to just be so fucking funny. If if it wasn't for Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I would give this one to Dan Marino. But because uh, Dan Danny DeVito at his age is is remaining relevant in in the comedy scene, I'm going to give this one by a nose to Danny DeVito. I agree. I like Dan DeVito a lot. Like, and you know who his wife is too, eh? Don't Rhea you? Perlman, the fucking Carla. Uh, Carla from Cheers. <laughs> Fuck! When those kids came out of the womb, they must have been almost as tall Fuck, as their they, they, they haven't grown since. <laughs> Four foot eight. With, with Just yeah, like you know, the only athletics they have a chance of is maybe uh, riding a horse. That's the, a kid's the, gonna be a kicker, guaranteed. Fuck sakes, my god! Too small. They're gonna be jockeys. <laughs> that's, that's a little be smirching on a Monday night, but whatever. Uh, yeah, Devito's funny. You, you talk about uh, Rhea Perlman and Carla from Cheers. Cheers is funny to this day. Like I see one once in a while here and there. It's it's on this indication a whole bunch around here. But you tune in once in a while. Fuck, that still makes me laugh. It, a lot. it is a good one. It's a great ensemble cl uh, ensemble cast, like yeah, with Fraser Norman 
and uh, Cliff. Like it's, yeah. it was never about anybody. They, they were able to spread it around, around and, the bar. I, I went to that uh, the well, Cheers in uh, Boston when I was there a few years back. It's a pretty cool spot. Yeah, it was neat. A lot of uh, yeah, it was cool. Uh, who is better, uh, Johnny Goudreau, one of your favorites, ex Calgary Flame, current Columbus Blue Jacket, or John C. Riley of Winning Time fame? Uh, give me John C. Not Winning Time fame. I've been a fan of that dude since uh, Boogie Nights. He was Reed Rothschild, Matt. He was uh, good in Boogie Nights. Yeah, he was good in That's Boogie good Nights. Yeah, and he was good in Magnolia. Like, I know your pension he, for porn and everything, but yeah, that's good. Well, I don't have a pension for porn, and it's, <laughs> that's not porn. Um, it wasn't even a documentary I don't even know why about I said that. porn. Uh, it was, and uh, and uh, he, the shake and bake one with uh, uh, Will Ferrell, but I think an underrated one was uh, Step Brothers. Fuck! Did he make me laugh in Step Brothers, John C. Reilly? Watch Step Brothers. It's it's. It, I believe it. I think it's funnier than uh, the race car one they did. What was that one called? Your first or your last? Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. Yeah, I, I think Step Brothers is funnier than Ta- Talladega Nights. And then his work as uh, Doctor Jerry Bust in uh, in Winning Time was awesome. Awesome. Like I, awesome. I, me and my sister talked about the other day about uh, she hasn't watched. She's, she's a big, big Lakers fan, and uh, she's going to get on that. It's it's, it's quick. It's, it's it's two years. I, like I was saying the other night, I was so disappointed. It was it's over. Like I was just it's just it's yeah. I don't know why it didn't get picked up. Maybe like you know the first everybody watched the first uh, because. Or maybe Lakers maybe maybe this, maybe the the the, the Larry Bird um, Magic Johnson story is just over, right? It's well, it's over. not over because that was that was the first. It, it, the series, the the TV show ended on their first actual head to head. In in the thing, yeah, it was a great show. It was entertaining as hell. Yes. Last one, Dave. And then we'll uh, bid adieu for the evening till, till we meet again on Thursday night. Um, Dave, who is better? Uh, they they kind of have the brown hair girls and everything else. Who is better, Jennifer Love Hewitt or eighties nineties tennis star? Jennifer Capriati. Yeah. I was never too keen on either one of those two. Um, Jennifer Love. You were a Gabriella Sabatini girl, girl, uh, guy, weren't you? Yeah, I, I, I did like Gabby. I never really found uh, Jen Cap. She never really uh, uh, charged, gave me a charge. And um, rising your Levi's. A rise in my Levi's and and Jennifer Love Hewitt, like you know, she just had those great hands, and that was about it, right? Um, she wasn't an overly good, and and she was in whatever. It was a show I I didn't really care for. It was a nine hundred two one zero type thing. Party of Five, Dawson's Creek, Party, Party of five. five. See, see something I never watched. I just. So it's it's unfair of me to uh, to even really pick one here because Jen Cap was too young, and I didn't care for. She was our age. Jen Jen Capriati. I think I, so. I would say like she, not much younger than us. Well, she's six. She's at least six years younger than me. No. But then I, oh yeah, for sure. Because she was. Um. um I was for sure in university. She was born in 1976, six years younger than me. 
Only two, two than me. Okay. So I think that's why I liked a little bit more. Yeah, you know that 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 gets a little bit creepy then, right? When she because she came on the scene when she was sixteen and I was twenty two, right? What was it? What was the old uh, the old equation? We had half your age plus seven. Half your age plus seven, but you still had to be over eighteen. Well, she would have been eighteen. No, she was sixteen when like when she when she first busted onto the scene, she was young. You bet. Oh, she was missed by a year or two. Yeah. Yeah. The math thing screws me up on Monday nights and Thursdays and well, Wednesdays too. Yeah. No, it's uh one more. She made a professional debut at the age of 13. Jennifer Capriati. And then she got into some uh she didn't she didn't like cocaine, she liked the smell of it. She got a little problem there at one point. I yeah, I can't I remember a whole bunch of I, I don't know, but yeah, it was just like you know, too young, too successful, too soon kind of thing. Yeah. Uh Pete Carroll or Carol Burnett? Carol Burnett. Pete Carroll can fuck right off. Don't like yeah. that guy. I, I, I gotta find guy. I gotta find a situation where you like Pete Carroll. It, I, I, that's I, my I, goal I, before the football season's over for you to say, you know what? Pete Carroll's a good guy. His players like him. I don't have many. I, I I don't have many goals for this podcast. One of them is to is for for you to say something nice about Pete Carroll. No one should have shoes that white. That's not very nice. Like fuck, man. Like you're you're on you're around. You're moving around and sprinting. He's a tryhard. The only reason he left USC was because he was ready to get uh, fucking punished. Well, there was a situation there, yeah. Right. He's so he's a cheater. He's a truther. And uh, his shoes are too white. His shoes are too white. Care I like when, that. when I when like when I have white shoes, I clean them. Like, oh, they're, they're, I make sure they're white forever. I have. I don't buy one, white shoes very often. But. I have one pair of white shoes. They're court shoes, and like that, I use back uh, for like squash and badminton and stuff like that. You play badminton? I have. You know what? Like, uh, you know what we should do is uh, get the birds together and uh, play pickleball. I like pickleball. I've never played pickleball. You, I think you'd like it. You're a competitive guy. It's not yeah, like- I for sure. I, I, I've watched people play pickleball. It, it looks fun. It, it looks. It, it's like life size uh, ping pong. No, I, I quite like it. Like we, we went one time with the the, the uh, radio station. It was a lot of fun. Curling starts tomorrow. Oh, you're back on that. Yeah, starts tomorrow. You stretched. Not yet, but I will. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to stretch for curling. I stretch every day for work and stuff like that. But uh, uh, so on Wednesday, I am going to be a little stiff in the shoulders. That muscle group that yeah that from you the sweeping and everything else. Yeah, you, you, you don't find... sweep when I have to. Fucking right. <laughs> yeah, I don't... You you get mad at your partners for like don't throw it like just fuck man. I'm a third. Like I like on my Tuesday team, I, I'm a, I'm the third. Like I. I skip occasionally, but I'm predominantly third. Oh, so. sweeping! It's fun. Anyways. Sweeping, it's it's fun. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get you on the sub list too. So find those boots. They're they're right over here. They're right there. Oh, okay. I can All see right. them out of the corner of my eye right now. Actually. Okay, I'll I'll get you on the sub list and yeah, get, and get I, you uh, out there. End up out there and have a good time, drink some beers and curl. Get you stretching. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Ford Beer Sports Talk, and a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourselves when you need to run. Can you stick on the ice and rails, Dave? No swinging at high pitches, Jimmy. There we go. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you guys again on Thursday.
You said hurling and curling. They're both Scottish sports. Maybe like if to be a Scottish sports, you have to have a hurl. My mom's Scottish. Really? Yeah. Did she hurl? I think she did in the back of the Queen one night back in 1962 <laughs> or something. I don't know. The night you were conceived? I probably, I was 74, I was 73. I probably should have said that. My mom, you know, listening to this one, but what she listens to is this one right in the bitter end. Yeah, right to the bitter end, Margaret. You don't talk that way all the time, do you, Brent? No, Mom, I don't. There was that one Seinfeld uh, joke where he made a thing about, like, oh, you know, it's kind of weird to think you might be here just because Mom had a little too much wine with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> he got a little frisky, maybe. Or whatever. Yeah. Well, Mark, time to get her oh, home. Oh, yeah, there we go. Now you're done to hurl outside the Queens. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Have a good night, folks. Talk to you guys again on Thursday night. I bet you they drove home, too. I hope so. Long walk to the Queens. Why would you? <laughs> good night, everybody.